0: All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Fair Game, the podcast. It has been uh, a week and a few days since Eric and I have seen Adam. Uh, he is now down in Augusta, Georgia. Uh, you know, I think an appropriate place to be this week. Uh, so Adam, how's it, how's it going down there?
1: It's good. It's good. Thanks, Ben. Uh, yeah, we just got into town only about an hour or so ago. So uh, we've done our testing and uh, got clearance to play this week. So that's good news. Uh, so now it's we're talking Sunday evening and uh, looking forward to getting out there Monday and um, probably nine holes tomorrow. But uh, it's an exciting <laughs> drive coming into Augusta every every sure. year when you're going to register for the tournament. So when you say testing, you mean COVID testing? I mean COVID testing, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. It's kind of the regular thing that we're doing now on a tour, but um That went smoothly. It's always a little bit nervous coming in, especially for the Masters. Like, I had COVID last year, but, uh, you know, you're still nervous. You just never know. I don't want to be that one guy who gets it now twice. So uh, we've been pretty careful the last
0: couple of weeks. That's great. And so now you're in Augusta, but you were actually, you were able to get on to Augusta a few days ago as well? I did. So last Monday,
1: I came up to play. Um... And I've done that a lot in the past, but um, more recent years, I kind of came up on the Friday and played on the weekend. Now they have the women's amateur and drive chip and putt. And it's, of course you can still play, but it's it's a little more uh, noisy than it used to be. So I came up really early, got to have a look at the course. It was an amazing day. I mean, couldn't ask for a nicer day. Come up, the sun was shining. There were about five people playing and had Augusta almost to myself, it it was fantastic. So I strolled around and hit all the shots I wanted to hit and went away with a good picture in my mind of what I got to do for the next week.
0: So you are obviously a a Masters winner. Who were the other four people on the course that day? You said there were five people out there. Are the other members, other players? Yeah,
1: actually I saw Baba Watson. He was up playing with his wife and I think that's kind of a regular thing they do in the lead up to the Masters, which is pretty cool. Normally, I play with my dad on the Sunday before the Masters, but uh, he's stuck in Australia, so he missed out this year, and I'm I'm sure he's spewing about that. But um, there was a member and a guest, I think, up there. I I might have bumped into a couple more people, but there was really no one on the course.
0: Yeah, and and the course looked pretty good.
1: The course was great, yeah. It's in really good shape. I, I, I know there have been lots of reports out there. But I can confirm for sure it's in fantastic shape. So uh, with some good weather, we're in for a great week.
2: And is it, uh, is it exciting to get back to Augusta in April? Even though November was great, now you're back when you're supposed to be back. Yeah,
1: right? Augusta is great anytime, yeah. <laughs> as you can imagine. Uh, but it is, it's a, it's a good date. The course is for sure uh, looking better in April. Um, they did an amazing job just getting it ready for us in November but uh, now you know we're, we're looking at potentially some really firm greens even some firmer fairways um, and a bit more like what we're used to so you know it's it's an exciting week there's so much to take in and so much to think about you can you can talk about Augusta National Golf Course all day long.
0: Yeah, and, and for those of you who are listening to us and not watching us on YouTube, what, what you can't see is a giant grin on Adam Scott's face right now. I mean, he's just a happy guy. I think back back home in Augusta, uh, and obviously being able to to get out there to play this week, I mean, it, you, you can tell that it, it there there's some real feeling there for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think every player feels that, no doubt. Since I've won the tournament, it's it's even more special coming back here. Um, you know thinking in a couple of nights it's the champions dinner sitting sitting up in the clubhouse with all the past champions is amazing just thinking about the next three days i'm going to play nine holes nine holes and nine holes and i'm going to play with some aussie buddies and maybe fred couples and things like that. you know it's, i'm in for a really great week and then hopefully from from thursday you're looking at you know playing some really good tournament golf but there's so mu- so much fun stuff going to happen the next couple of days
0: so w- when you went out and played last Monday, what what exactly were you looking to do? And then how did it go?
1: Yeah, I, uh, you know, it was nice to get on the course, actually, kind of where you guys left me was right at the start of really, you know, focusing down on what I need to do to kind of peak perform for this week. And, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about it with Brad, my coach, uh, on the range, but also then, you know, we constantly refined that but getting out on the course and playing golf and playing the shots and kind of not not spending too much time on the range worrying about the swing and just getting my head more into playing shots so we went out early at augusta and and started trying to play those shots um even down to like just the first t-ball just you know preparing yourself and having having that first t-ball really set in your mind what you're going to do and be disciplined and then there were some specific shots, like the second shot into thirteen. I hit about five, five or seven balls into that green off the off the severe right to left lie, and uh, then kind of got around the course and and went back to practice for the rest of last week. Certainly focusing and imagining those kind of shots all
2: week, whether I was on the range or on the course. Is the the balance of uh, you know practicing? On course versus the range when you're away from Augusta. How much do you like? What's the balance there? It changes, but I I think what looking back
1: on the last week, certainly, um, you know, I feel like I've been pretty isolated from the world. You know, I was tucked away uh, in a place called Congaree, South Carolina, and it was just kind of golf on the back doorstep (laughs) for me. And we'd go out, we'd warm up, we'd play some holes picture some shots it was really disciplined practice if you would it wasn't just slapping 400 balls a day I really worked hard on more on my routine and going into the shot and picking a shot and committing to kind of the shot I see and I would say it's been some of the most disciplined practice for me in that sense so maybe my total ball count was a bit lower than usual but I felt like I worked pretty hard on my focus and and my intent intent with each shot um so that balance was a little more on the course for me this time than i would say maybe even in years past but i think i think that was needed i you know i just need to go and play golf this week and if i can do that with a good uh, discipline on you know my preparation or pre-shot routine or whatever you want to call it i think i'll be in good shape
0: and out of, out of all the different kind of categories of swings that that you have from a driver, irons, wedges, etc. what what was kind of feeling the best and what was what kind of needed the most tuning, we'll say.
1: Yeah, I think um you know, it's no doubt if anyone looks at the way I've been playing uh let's just say this year, my driving's been a bit average. I just haven't hit enough fairways and so there's without like putting a pressure on it the last week or so, there was certainly a focus on getting getting a a stock shot let's call it you know something i can rely on this week that's my that's my go-to that you know is just going to put me down there in play a lot of the time and i think if you look at the way augusta plays especially over the last 10 years the guys who drive it efficiently there do really really well so the driver probably is the big focus um but we kind of skirted around not putting too much pressure on it but i've certainly i've worked on that a lot and maybe some of the swings with the irons also bled into how the driver should play as well just getting comfortable with that but you know my short game's been feeling really good and i'm happy about that the putting has been going very well and i worked hard on that also but uh for me to do well this week i need to see kind of my my t game step up and uh Hopefully, complemented with some good iron play from the fairway.
0: What what specifically did did you learn about the course on on Monday? Was there anything that, that that felt different than certainly than than the last time in November, but even other years?
1: It was it was pretty soft in November, so it was good to see it a bit more. Um, how how I remember it, um, you know. I think the thing, the good takeaway for me was it's still the same course uh there were no real surprises you've you've done this plenty of times before um it's just about getting comfortable and i think it kind of put that out of my mind like i wasn't going to show up today and and be freaking out like running out there monday morning you know just to check if everything's still the same which it is but you know just took a lot of that anxiety out of uh last week and i i know what it is i'm and I can prepare a little better. But they haven't done any radical changes like move tee boxes or anything this, this year. Not that I could see, but, uh, you know, I think we're looking at seeing a Masters that everyone will be excited to see this year round. The weather looks good, so I think a bit firmer firmer on the greens, maybe a bit firmer in the fairways. And um, it was actually cut down pretty tight around the greens, which, which was nice for my practice because I could experiment with wedging it up there or chipping or or even putting up from off the green which is a nice thing to kind of focus on you got to get comfortable with that around augusta early so that when you do get yourself in a tricky spot you can not panic and get yourself out of it
0: i think what's been interesting from 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 my vantage point as just just a fan you know texting with my friends and eric and others it kind of feels like this is in some ways kind of the first major that's I wouldn't say returning to normal because it's not normal yet. I mean, you know, the pandemic is still very much a thing. But it, it is beginning to feel a little bit more like like a normal kind of kind of major, right? I mean, the U.S. Open had one fan, our friend Andrew, in fact. Did the PGA have fans?
1: No, no. I think it was just some of the volunteers kind of s- stayed around at the end and got to take advantage of being out there. But no, they haven't. And you're right, it, it does. It almost feels like this is going back to normal. I think we're all getting excited for the way uh, things are shaping up on the back end, hopefully, of this pandemic, but there are going to be fans this week at Augusta, which is amazing. It's great; it makes such a big difference for us playing. And there have been fans the last few weeks at the golf tournament, so um, yeah, it's an exciting major, and you know, the, Ma- the Masters is anyway. But coming off the back of last year, where it was pretty restricted access to a Masters, this is going to be this is going to be brilliant. And I've kind of been isolated for the last week or so down there, like I was saying, and uh, coming back out, I mean, all, I'm now starting to see like all the stories uh, for the golfers shaping up this week because, of course, you know, I'm so into my own game and everything, but then it's exciting to see what guys are saying and how they're feeling and playing, and Jordan Spieth may be about to win a tournament as we speak, and uh, Rory's going for the Grand Slam every time he goes to Augusta, so... There's always so much stuff that shakes out the next three days in the media, uh, and seeing how guys kind of deflect some of the expectation on themselves, or or, or load it up, you know, and talk it up with uh, and get confident. So uh, the next next three days are going to be fun viewing for for a lot of reasons, but uh, certainly to see how the big the big stories start unfolding.
0: So what are those big stories from, from your perspective? Uh,
1: well, if Jordan Spieth goes on to win, uh, that's a big story. I mean, you know, he's, he's been struggling for a little while. He's played well lately and then to come back and win. And he's a previous champion here with the good vibes. You know, that there's a guy who just loves getting hot and, and rolls with it. You know, confidence is huge with that guy. And, uh, so that'll be become a big story but I think it's always Rory coming into the masters. This is the last leg of the Grand Slam for him and the pressure's been on him for for a long time. Uh, and not playing so well in his last start was was maybe a good thing. I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't know what he's been up to but uh, it's it's always a story, you know, a guy going for the Grand Slam. For me it's probably my my ultimate goal in golf would be to win the Grand Slam, uh, which, which kind of seems like a really lofty goal. But for me at this point, it's three more tournaments. It's the right three tournaments I've got to win. But it's such a short list of guys who have managed to do it. So that's why Rory's story with the slam is a big one. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like all of a sudden Bryson's just a little more under the radar this time although he won recently in florida but coming into the masters last year it was like the hype was huge around bryson uh coming off winning the u.s open so that's a little that's a little different i don't know that's
2: that's where i'm sitting what do you guys see Uh, we've got brooks coming back oh yeah after an engagement right and an injury i think that just watching him perform in the majors is always something interesting uh but I, I think that, to your point earlier, though, playing poorly before this, would you rather play poorly or better the week before a <laughs> uh, major like this? That's. I feel like I'd want to get my poor golf out of the way, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. I Look, I, uh, a long time ago, I won the Houston Open the week before the Masters in 2007, and uh, I played my good golf, so it <laughs> didn't work yeah, out for that's me. that's true. <laughs> I, I think just playing solid and just having some general kind of confidence and and everything's under control you know is is a nice feeling coming into the major and uh although you know speaking for myself my results haven't been stellar you know playing at the honda i played nicely and i felt like i was getting my game really under control and the last weeks have been good for me practice wise so you know i feel calm and confident where i'm at um would I have loved to have won a couple of tournaments <laughs> <laughs> leading up? Absolutely, I think it would be a good yeah. thing. Yeah.
0: And so, what what do the next few days look like for for you? You said you're playing nine holes, and maybe another nine holes, and then what do you do the rest of the time? Are you are you training? Or are you just kind of taking it easy to to rest up? Yeah,
1: it's it's a bit of a balance now. You, I've got to expect to be you know playing late on the weekend. There's seven days of golf coming up. It's kind of been pretty intense the last week. I mean, I had lunch breaks, but it was it was on the course a lot, on the putting green a lot, on the chipping green. Every I did that every day uh, on the range. I trained every day in the gym, although they were they were shorter sessions, and I did some recovery stuff too. So, I've had a pretty long week, and uh, nine holes sounds pretty appealing tomorrow. <laughs> I'll go out in the afternoon and play nine, uh, and just. You know, kind of get my feet wet, get comfortable out there, make sure that everything I've been working on f- feels okay, and then I'll probably do nine Tuesday and nine Wednesday. Also, I think I think it's a it's kind of a measured approach. You know, the practice rounds can start dragging out in five and a half hours. You know, we have this slow play stigma with professional golf, and it's it's true. It takes us a long time to get around, so you know that's wearing, and you're out there five and a half hours you know, you can't hit endless balls on every hole. So you're hitting maybe 40 or 60 golf shots in five and a half hours. That's, you know, at some point it's not productive (laughs) if you're doing it every day. So nine holes is kind of good. It's two, two and a half hours. And then, uh, and then you've got time, you know, spend an hour putting, spend an hour chipping, go to the range, depending on what you want to do and, and try and get your feet up on the couch for a couple hours in the afternoon and i'm definitely partial to uh, uh an afternoon nap as well i don't
2: i don't fear <laughs> adam, that Adam's,
0: you heard it here
1: he's first an, Adam's he's a, a nap
2: guy yeah he's a nap yeah. guy so adam you're playing with um, you said some aussie buddies uh so you know we played a hole together uh a few holes together you played with ben you know those are very social rounds can you kind of talk like what those nine holes will be like how social it is versus how you know what you're prepping in terms of for thursday they're
1: pretty social i mean i you know i i have a pretty good level of comfort with augusta and i and i enjoy being out there and i'm certainly focused on doing what i want to do but um you know i just kind of gauge where the other guys are at you know if one of them throws out hey do you want to play a little match for nine um then i know he's pretty relaxed and um he wants to have a chat and enjoy the nine holes out there if he's not and he's kind of (laughs) ready to hit three or four balls on every shot there's no match and you know he's obviously working on something but i think most guys if if they're up for a game they want they're pretty happy to have a chat and enjoy and enjoy the moment out there and uh even even maybe have a match and part ways with a little cash
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then what about like meals? Is this like kind of coming back the, the first week back at school, you know, after freshman year where like you see all your buddies again and, and it's really fun and kind of jovial or is it like, you know, this is competition mode, you know, once five o'clock hits, everyone goes back to their their respective homes and, and starts to do their own regime. It is. Well,
1: one of the neat things is the champion's locker room at Augusta uh, and during the master's week, which is upstairs in the clubhouse and, and it's always fun going back up there at the end of the day and see who's hanging around and maybe not necessarily sitting down for meals although lunch often is had at the club but definitely you know if someone's sitting around i'll definitely have a drink of any of any kind with them up there i mean you don't get that chance so much and uh you know i think that's one of the fun things but you know it is pretty guys are running pretty tight ships these days it is a major week you do have to conserve your energy and um you know the good the good one good thing for me this week is I've had the same chef at Majors for about 10 years and because of the pandemic he didn't come out last year but he's back. He's back this week so <laughs> I'm stoked on that good food coming my way this week <laughs> at home. Um and you know it it does it it feels a little bit this week with him coming back and the old routines in the house. Um it feels a bit exciting actually.
0: It seems like it. I mean, you, you you really do seem like you're you're in great spirits, and and, and it feels good. Well, it's all this
1: Augusta talk, you know. I <laughs> it's such a positive thing generally for me being uh, being a champion, getting to play the Masters, playing the course, and all that kind of stuff. It's it it is a fun thing for me to talk about. I probably don't do it enough, but I got to take advantage of it while this time of year rolls around.
0: So, a, a question that I'm sure many people are curious about, like what what is the deal with the champions locker room can you describe it to us or is that like against all augusta rules
1: no (laughs) yeah no um actually you know it was it was fairly small until a few years ago i mean it was pretty tight quarters up there we share i mean it's tight there's about 34 living past champions i believe uh and we all share lockers so it's not a huge locker room um
0: who do you share with
1: I share with Gary Player, which is amazing. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. It <laughs> is. It's just amazing. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like that up there. Like if you're sharing with someone, that other guy is a legend, basically. <laughs> <Yeah. He> knows, <laughs> there isn't a bad one. Um, so that's always fun because there's always some interaction with him. But a few years ago, the club renovated the champion's room and expanded it out. And there's about three or four lunch tables in there now in the middle with the lockers kind of spread around the outside, there's actually a memorabilia cabinet which always has the current champions' information, details, a club that he used, uh, and a replica trophy, things like that, which is which is neat. Um, but it it's a nice little vibe. I think the coolest thing about it. Well, there's lots of cool things about it, but the door into the champions' room is like literally right behind the roundabout at the front of the clubhouse it's it's right upstairs from the front door of the clubhouse and uh a lot of the a lot of the past champions sit out on that veranda and and can watch everything happening coming into the club and it's
0: a neat it's a really neat spot is there a special menu in the uh, champions locker room
1: there's no no special menu i think i mean i think you can Pretty much, ask for whatever you like at the club. I mean, they're, they're quite hospitable. <laughs> they're gonna knock up whatever you need, um, whether it's drinks or or food. But it's it's a it's a good hang, as you know, Ben, because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. I wasn't going to reveal that to our hundreds of thousands of listeners that I've been there, but yes, it it is an amazing hang. I mean, that was like peak, peak moment of my life for sure.
2: (laughs) Well, I remember getting the text message, you know, of, Hey, guess where I'm at? Oh, don't tell me. I don't want to know. Don't worry about it. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's fun.
1: It's always fun times up there for sure. I mean, uh, you know. It, it's incredible to think about i'll be i'll be I'll be that guy they're like okay adam you've got to stop playing the masters you're too old you know I, you got to go <laughs> be now. hanging yeah. around
0: there for a long time and so I mean that, that that brings up an interesting point there there's quite a few guys that are you know on the champions tour that are a little bit older that are still playing you know past champions that that are still playing in the tournament or or will play in the tournament this week are, are you friendly with many of them do you have an idea of how they kind of view it i mean is it really just kind of a way to celebrate past um, achievements or is this something that they really like they're really striving for for success in, in this year's tournament
1: i think everyone's at a everyone's at a different place with it um you know i i really feel like it's great you should be allowed to play until you you really can't until they feel like okay you know you need to not play now but uh, as long as they're not taking a spot from you know a potentially you know a, a contending kind of player uh, I think it's fine and the field seems small enough that that's never really the case they always have a, have a good field albeit a smaller field in the major at the Masters but I, I look at a guy like Fred Couples and he's 61 or 62 and I mean he he legitimately has a shot of playing the weekend Bernard Langer did it last year and I know it would mean the world to Freddie to, to play the weekend another time he has I think he has the longest the longest cut consecutive cuts made at the Masters streak, like twenty-three in a row, something crazy like that. So, you know, he has such a long history to be. So here's a guy who who is still playing champions to a golf, but but desperately tuning up for this week. You know, he's he's taking it serious still too as much as he enjoys it. He's got the game for it for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. No, he he really does. I mean in that bad back and all he still cranks it out there he he's incredible player um so he might and then another good buddy of mine is trevor immelman who's only a year older than me but he's moved into tv work now and he's been uh, promoted up to the 15th tower i believe um at cbs there and you know, that's, that's a real honor to get that if you're in television and, and his career's transitioned over and I don't think he's going to play the Masters this year. Uh, I, I hope he's going to play many more in the future, but, you know, he's, he's now kind of got his focus uh, in television and he still gets to come up and enjoy the Champions Dinner and be around all week and he goes to talk about all of our struggles on the golf course. <laughs> but, uh, you know... Here's a guy who's pretty young, and he's not going to play this this year. But may, I'm going to convince him to play a few more in the future.
0: Come back, do a do a reunion tour. Absolutely, yeah. So by the time this episode airs, Adam, you will actually be on the course. This episode will will air on on Thursday. Today is Sunday, just four days before the the first round of the Masters. And, and you were telling us earlier on about a new kind of shot shape that you're going to be trying out at Augusta. So while people are listening to this, they might actually be able to watch you hit this new shot shape uh, out there on the course. So can you kind of go into that a little bit? Well,
1: I haven't, I haven't invented a new shot. It's just
0: <laughs> for you. <Yeah. laughs> something something
1: that's a little bit more reliable for me, probably off the tee, and uh, certainly had a lot of success with it in the past, e- even at the Masters in 13. And I think, I think there's a little bit of a myth out there about you've got to draw the ball around Augusta National. I mean, uh, and I think a guys like Nicholas and Faldo, who traditionally did not draw the golf ball, have a lot of success there. And not that I got swayed into trying to draw the ball, but I, I certainly have been kind of going for a little more launch lately. And I think bringing the flight back down and, and I kind of have this picture in my mind of playing the first hole and aiming hard up the left edge and teeing the driver really low and kind of squeezing it into the fairway and... You know, the picture kind of looks like when Dustin Johnson hits a drive because <laughs> I, <laughs> I like the way he swings it. Just And I'm sure tons of people listening like the way he swings it. But he still hits it fairly high and he hits it long too. But he definitely has like that straight to just falling to the right look. And... I, th- you know, well, and there you go. There's another guy who's straight to falling to the right, and he just won the Masters last November. Right. You know, so there's this myth of like drawing it and bombing it around Augusta. I don't think you just got to be really efficient with the driver. So I'm, I'm kind of looking up that left side of the first and picturing this thing peeling off the edge, into the middle of the fairway. So let's see if that's what you guys are watching as you listen to me <laughs> tell you that's what I'm trying to do. Of course, there's some holes where. Uh, like the second you know that's not not the shot you're going to hit uh it's going to finish in the right bunker but uh there are a lot of holes where i think that's really an effective play where you've got to be coming in from the fairway
0: well that's it for this episode thanks for listening to fair game be sure to come back tomorrow for a special bonus episode of what's in the bag adam scott's going to take us through what he's playing right now at the masters 2021